Hello and welcome to episode six of the Matt and Shaheen podcast. Matt, what's up? All is good, man. I'm super psyched for this podcast. It's going to be a good one. Dude, episode six. I know. We are flying through these. We're on the better side of five, closer to double digits. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) And there's still so much more to come. Loads to come. We've got got an amazing summer of, like, content lined up. Um, So what are we doing today, Matt? What's the the agenda? We've got something a bit different. Okay. Something a bit different. So no special guests. Uh, unless he counts us as a special guest. Ooh, so okay. it's a bit of a year in review. So Gina and I have been here now for just over a year at Zero. Learned a lot, experienced a lot, and we thought, let's put this on a podcast and just get it out there. So it's a bit of a year special. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, for those of you that actually like listening to our voice, um, this whole episode is just going to be myself and Matt, yeah, reflecting on the year. So what uh, what date did you join Zero? So I joined, let me wrap my brains, it was 17th of April. Okay. 2018. Yeah. Uh, it was Monday. It was a Monday. One of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it, it, it was an awesome day. And, and I actually, like, before I even joined Zero, I went to the year kickoff, which was two weeks before. So I was still with my previous employer. Like the company kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah company yeah. kickoff. Um, so I was still with my previous employer. They were kind enough to let me have a couple of days off to go to my new employer, which, <laughs> you know, fair play to them. Um, and the whole thing just blew my mind. Obviously, yeah. I knew a bit about Zero, I knew what they did. But I had no idea in terms of the impact to a county firm, small businesses, and just like this whole zest in the company. It, it blew my mind. It was absolutely insane. Do you, like, did you find that quite intense? Because, you know, uh, like at Zero, we are, you know, we, when we do these things, we like set out the mission and we say like, these are the challenges we're going to face and we're going to overcome them. Like, did you find that quite intense and feel like a part of that responsibility? I felt, I felt responsibility, yeah. 100%. But I didn't feel intense i wasn't worried by it because it just seemed that everyone was on this i say crest of a wave because that sounds like it's gonna be temporary but it was everyone was just on this absolute hype mm. they had a great year um and yeah obviously you know our aims were high in a hyper rave company they're gonna be but the whole mindset of everyone was let's go and smash this let's yeah. deliver like great solutions great services and let's just like tear this year apart kind of thing and it yeah and it was, it was just incredible. Um, the company was that previously, there was only eight of us. So to go from that small business to a business which now has almost 300 yeah. employees in the UK, it was massively different. But yeah, absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, when did you start? What was your first day at Zero? Yeah, so I joined on the 14th of May, 2018. Nice. And it was like literally, it was a case of like, I was in Hong Kong, obviously, uh, and waiting for all the like admin stuff to get sorted and all the visa stuff to get sorted. And it was literally like Visa came through and I was like, all right, I'm booking my flights. Yeah. And it was, I was starting that Monday. Like I arrived into London like on the Sunday and I was at work on Monday. No way. Uh, yeah, in Milton Keynes. So it was, uh, was kind of crazy actually. Like so quickly it happened towards the end. Like when everything got sorted, I just flew over. Um, and like I knew about Zero because I used it in my own business, but also... And I, d- I don't know how, how or why this happened, but basically when I was using Zero, I got an email about the Zero roadshows yeah. in Hong Kong and Singapore. So I thought, oh, it's a great product and I'd like to learn more about it and how it can like really power my business. So I went to this roadshow and obviously the roadshow was filled with accountants. So I was kind of like, <laughs> wait a minute, I'm really not supposed to be here. I don't know how I managed to like snag a place on this roadshow. But it was incredible. Mm. Like... The head of the, our Asian business was there. Um, Rod Drury was there. Like awesome. I said hi to him as yeah. well. Like that was cool. Um, 
he did this crazy spiel at the end where he talked about like, can you imagine like the future of accounting? Like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you ask Alexa, like, Alexa, what's the state of my business? And then Alexa's like, oh, yeah, you have, like, these payments coming in and yes. you have to pay out these invoices today. Um, and you have X amount, like, in your bank account. And all of that is just through this, like, crazy idea yeah. of, like, the potential of the Zero platform. And on the back of that roadshow, I was, like, hooked. I was like, okay, this company is amazing. Yeah. And, like, I can't believe I'm such a small part of it because, like, I was just using it 100%. for our business. So I was like... <clears throat> when it came around to planning the move for the UK, I just was like, all right, I have to apply to Zero yeah. and like just be a part of it. That's really interesting. Yeah. What stuck out for me? When was the roadshows in Hong Kong? How long ago so was that it? was a year before. So that would have been like, yeah, around April, May yeah. 2017. What's crazy about that? So it was a year before you joined Zero. Um, so we're talking two years ago now, but you still remember Rod's vision. Yeah. For the future so clearly. That's yeah. insane, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, I think the... Like, what Rod's done is, like, you know, after he's done this, like, stepping aside thing, it's, like, he can actually have the space to, like, work on these crazy ideas. 100%. And then Steve's just, like, yeah. driving the business yeah, forward, yeah. like, in the driver's seat. Yeah, know, 100%. Like, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your year been like since joining Zero? What's, like... What a question. How long have we got? That's, uh, <laughs> it's been insane. Like, learned so much. It's been, it's been awesome just to... I don't know where to begin. It's it's been a lot to learn. Yeah. I think I didn't come from like an accounting background. Uh, I came from like the data industry, so I just dealt with like GDPR. Yeah. Um. So I jumped into an industry that had to deal with NTD. Um. <laughs> so it's been like legislation for the last like two years. Yeah. Um. So I've learned a lot. It's been really great just to speak with, you know, about you know, three hundred different firms, and they've got obviously hundreds of thousands of businesses. And everyone's got a different story. Mm. And that's what I love. Everyone's got a different story. Everyone's got a different way of working. Um, and it's just been insane. Uh, and every day is different. Every day is different. And it's just been a whole year of learning. And I'm still learning now. And there's been so many good experiences along the way, yeah. um, which I'm sure we'll go into in a bit. But it's just been mind-blowing. Um, and I love the impact we have on people's lives. Like, yeah, we, we work with you know, a pool of partners and we want to get them on their yeah, clients on zero. But it's much bigger than that. Mm. Like, we're future-proofing these practices. They're helping their practices, you know, elongate their lives you know they're adding 10 20 years onto that and we're helping their clients um future proof themselves grow their businesses and helping like the economy man it's, it's insane um and there's us in just our milton Keynes office mm. tapping away on the phones and i just love the impact we have um I, I get a really good like sense of like or feeling of satisfaction from it yeah and that's what i love about this job yeah um we're just helping small businesses grow which is the whole ethos of zero right um and I love that. So I don't think I answered your question at all. <laughs> oh, I digressed. Um, but it's just been a year of, yeah, it's been satisfaction, a lot of learning. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just been insane. How about you, man? It's like a mix of, you know, it's, I think, like the perfect uh, job role that somebody like wants to wake up in the morning for and like is excited to go mm. to work is that balance of like challenge and fulfillment. Yes. Like you know that you're going to have a challenging day and you're going to have some challenging conversations. Mm. But at the same time, you know that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel because of how fulfilling it will be on the back of those and like the kind of outcomes mm. that we see. So one of the things I found really exciting is just being able to align yourselves with exactly what you said about people having different challenges. Mm. So not every accounting practice is the same. Not every partner is the same. Not yep. every business is the same. So what you tend to do is on, you know, when I'm talking to a partner, I'll 
align myself with their challenge and make their challenge mine and say like, okay, this mm. is where he or she wants to get to in their practice. All right, what if I was in his shoes or her shoes, what would I do? Mm. Like, what are the ways I would navigate this problem and how would I want to be helped to get there? Um, for me, that's really, really interesting because, again, every call, every meeting is a different challenge. You're aligning yourself with a different yeah. strategic goal. Mm. And it and it really makes you think, right? Because, like, on one hand, you're talking to a practice that's, like, looking to acquire another one. And you're like, okay, what's my acquisition strategy? Yeah. And then, you're on another hand, you're like, okay, we need a marketing plan. On another, you're just like, yeah. okay, we need to, like, roll out these apps to clients. Like, what mm. do we do? So, it's quite uh, dynamic in that mm. sense. But it's also fulfilling at the end of it because yeah, like you said I mean before we started recording yeah. one thing you said was like how much when you take a step back from the role like the impact mm. every small little thing that we do has an impact on the wider economy Yeah, because every small business that comes onto the platform is freed up in terms of their time yeah it's insane massive yeah. positive impact right yeah 100% yeah. I think I've certainly been guilty of Maybe missing that a bit. I guess it starts up in the day to day, having these conversations, you forget you're having a massive impact on on real people and their lives. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Let's um actually I'm gonna take a bit of a tangent. So you mentioned people, right? And like yeah, yeah. hashtag human is a massive part mm. of um like our core values here at Zero. Yeah. So what would you say are like some of the best like people experiences you've had in this role? Like with your with your accountant base that your partner base what are what are some of the like the key like moments that you look back on and go wow like we had a really great call or we had a really good discussion or like i've got a really good relationship with this guy or this woman and um, what, what, can there, you, like, there's been a couple those? right so there's been obviously a lot of challenging calls i've had but one was really good so i picked up a, i picked up i inherited a partner when i first joined and they're really in their first stages of joining zero so they're not been a partner very long maybe maybe six months and They'd done, done a bit of stuff, maybe had a handful of clients on the product, and they were feeling their way into it. And I got onto a first call with them just to find out what they're about, what's going on. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, I, I love Zero, but I'm a bit tentative about certain things, and it's all new to me, and I've got I've got you know quite a number of clients I want to get on, but it's, I just don't know what to do. There's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of worry. Mm. So there's a lot of hand-holding initially, a lot of support, getting consultants involved just to ease their worries. And I was like, well, where do you want to go? Um... Now listen, I wanna I wanna get to silver, I wanna get to gold, I wanna really smash it out. I wanna be like the zero practice in my region. I wanna be the go to. Yeah. Um I said, Well, let's put a plan on again. Let's do it. So we, we had a long call. Um I met them. Fortunately they were in Milton Keynes, which is where we're based, so I just ran to the office and we had lunch and we just wrote it all out. What their aims are, what their challenges are, obstacles that they see coming up, um, obviously all the key people in the practice. Um and we just put a complete plan on that. Um, from start to finish, uh, and essentially a project plan on a monthly basis, um, to work the end goal of being a gold practice, and we worked through it. And I think it must have been eight, nine months later, they're there. They got to gold. Wow. Um, so maybe that's hashtag human because you have that human interaction, and it's just that hands-on approach. Yeah. Um, but it was insane, and it was just like immense you know, satisfaction. You're helping people, and um, yeah, she was so over the moon, so over the moon, uh, and now that. They're practice smashing now. They're they're more efficient than they've ever been. They're taking on more clients than you ever have done, um, and their clients. They said they they're feeling the benefits from it, and mm. it's just been a great human experience, um, in that sense. That's one of the big I think plus points I think from a year. I think the key point is like also noting that like we don't we don't always have all the answers. Mm. Like we we don't know everything. We don't have like we're not able to point every practice in the right direction of the steps they need to take to get them to where they want to be. Mm. 
But I think the key thing is exactly like you said, is just having that ability to open up with the partner and say, like, what are your challenges? Where do you want to get to? All right, based on my knowledge, like, these are the things that yeah. I would say. Like, you're literally just, it's kind of like having, actually, one of my um, one of my practices uh, based up in Scotland who's looking to start his kind of cloud journey and move a lot of his clients to zero. I'm still very early on in that journey. But I think one of the things he mentioned is, like, look, whenever we book in our next call, like, let's do it shorter rather than long a long time away yeah because what that does is it keeps me accountable and it, yeah. like what you're doing is you're basically coaching me yeah to get shit done every time we speak yeah right like these are the tasks you set out for me you know he obviously believes like those are the right things to do before we next speak and then yeah every time we speak he's like all right, okay i got this done all right what's next like what do we need to look at yeah. you know so it's like just having that open relationship and saying like all right what i'm bringing to you is all of my experience and everything i've learned and obviously you bring the same onto that call. And that's, I think that's the real, like, that's really important for like the beginnings of a good, like yeah. partner account manager mm-hmm. relationship. It's yeah. just driving tons and tons of value to, uh, to your partners as much as you can. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I it's cool that. though. Yeah. hundred percent. I think we talked to a lot of people, so we're able to get, build good relationships. hundred percent. We hear from noughts 100 on the scale of where different practices are on their yeah. journey, yeah. whether it be with Zero, whether it be with QuickBooks, whether it be Sage, whether they're self-assessment, whether they're all that range of clients. It's just, we, it's, we hear so much. So I guess just from picking up on conversation, we pick up so much knowledge, yeah. like industry knowledge of what's going on and what other firms are doing, which is yeah. invaluable to other firms. Yeah. Um, just a benchmark against other firms and stuff. It, it's so it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So why don't we go through some experiences of the last 12 months? Okay. Real sum off. Tell me about major experiences <clears throat> in the last 12 months with Zero. All right. Um, yeah. So the the obvious, I'm trying to avoid the obvious ones because yeah. I know like in my head there are, there are some fantastic ones. Mm. So um, there was my first visit outside the office when yeah. I went to Belfast. Yeah. That was great. Um, went with Diane and uh, David. Uh, Diane held a partner dinner. Um a couple, well, actually, yeah, one of the firms I look after, Cartmel Stewart, they were, the, um, Gilbert was there. We had a great chat, um, figured out kind of some of the challenges in their practice uh, and what they were looking to do. Uh, so that was really interesting because I was with a lot of, like, much larger firms as well yeah. on that evening. Um, so I got to learn that actually some of their challenges are not too different from the firms we look after, yeah. but also um, they're just at a bigger scale. 100%. They're just further down their yeah. journey in terms of their size, but actually the, the challenges are quite yeah. similar. That was amazing. Um, the Accounting Excellence Awards was great. Yes. That, that was really, really great because, um, you know, Gary won an award, uh, Zero won uh, Practitioner's Choice. Yeah, That's important, that was one. right? Yeah. That's a big And one. it was like you were just there and everybody... I guess, in the room, just sort of, like, looked up to us as a table. They were just like, oh, yeah, it's zero. Like, you guys are great. Like, we love you guys. And then people just come up to you and, like, yeah. ask you about stuff in the product. And it's not like, oh, how do you get here? How do yeah. you do this? But more like, what's coming? Like, what are you guys doing next? Wow. Like, what you yeah. guys have, like, when you launched this, this was great. And it's just, like, I think the more zero grows and the more impact it has, like, in the UK, you just find that, like, it's a benchmarking thing, right? People look up to zero and say, like, all right, keep pushing that envelope forward and, like, keep doing, mm. like, cool things with the product um so that was amazing that was yeah. a really great experience um i got to meet a lot of like industry influencers as well at that event so that was cool um and then obviously like ZeroCon. it was just amazing like it was just amazing yeah I, it's like 
It's a hell of a party with just like 3,000 accountants. It's the most insane thing. Yeah. So obviously it was our first ZeroCon. Um, <clears throat> you know, we joined in April, May time. So the previous year ZeroCon was only a few months before then. And everyone I spoke to, whether it be colleagues in the office, um, partners, everyone who mentioned about ZeroCon, they said, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's going to change your life. It's, it's, it's got, it's got so, much, full of so much content. Um, it's just an, day, two days full of incredible content. I thought, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then went to the event, two nights, party in between, and oh my God, it blew my mind. <laughs> like, I had my expectations set so high, but it was incredible. Not just the party, um, but the people. I think it's just like, we had 3,000 forward-thinking accountants yeah. in one space, which you just don't really get. Um, just sharing their vision, sharing their goals, everyone's bouncing off each other. Um, there's just so much knowledge flying around the room, yeah, yeah, and I think that's what I loved. Yeah. Um, as I say, I love hearing everyone's different stories and what they're doing, and there's just an absolute like sense of euphoria in the room that amazing things are happening yeah. in the accounting space, yeah. and Zero's help with them on that journey. And again, we're part of that journey, which is just I think it's a privilege because these guys are like making waves, um, and that was just an insane highlight for me. I think. Yeah. Along with some insane speakers we had. Um, you know, Ben McBean was awesome. Chris Hoy, like just incredible, like motivational speakers. Um, it was just an insane two days. You know what, what was the biggest? Like now, just looking back, and I'm trying to think to myself, like it was so much fun, and there was so much knowledge. If you're like a bit of a geek and you love tech and you just want to take in everything that's new on all of our app platform uh, and or in the core product. But I'm just thinking back, like, how did an accounting partner gain lots of knowledge? And in my head, I just answered that question by remembering, I saw a woman who picked up the swag bag when she got there. And I thought to myself, like, all right, that's great. Like, we're handing out swag to everybody. There's notebooks and pens and things. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, all right, but it's just swag. Like, they, like people love it, but it's just swag. By the end of the weekend, like, for some reason, I, I saw the, the same woman, like, just after the uh, the Chris Hoy talk, like, as people were leaving. Yeah. And she was flipping through her notebook. She was showing one of her colleagues or partners or something, and it was full of notes. Yes. It was full of notes, like, unbelievable. Like, th- the notebook must have been half full. Yeah. And it just blew my mind. At that point, I was just like, "There's this is a no-brainer. Yeah. For any accountant, like... You could even probably be like a non-zero practice, but you're fully cloud focused yeah. and you want to grow your practice. 100%. Like you've got to be at zero cost because yeah. there's so much to take in, like outside of just, you know, like use zero. Yeah. It's just more than that. Oh, right? yeah. So much to take on for yeah. how to improve your practice. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was just like, that's really impressive. Yeah. She just filled her notebook with notes. That's a great snapshot. And it's almost like zero cut in a nutshell. Yeah. I, I really like that. That's a great little anecdote there. Yeah. Awesome. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've been in the role for like 12 months now, hear a lot of different stories, a lot of different feedback from firms, naturally hear a lot of challenges. Do you find there are common trends or have there been any standout challenges? And what have we, or you personally, done to help those firms overcome them? Mm. Yeah, that's it. I think it's an important question because a lot of firms maybe are not fully aware. So, I think... Like, self-awareness as a business is really important because what you're able to do is benchmark yourself against the rest of the industry and then figuring out, like, where do your challenges fall in perspective to other firms' challenges? Is this unique? Is this common? Mm. Are there, like, common threads in the industry I can use to help? One of the things I've noticed is, like, if you think about, like, the technology bell curve, 
right? So you've got like your early adopters and you've mm. got mass market adoption and then you've got like yeah. your late comers, right? I think in terms of cloud accounting, we're right at the, not in terms of adoption, but I think in terms of uh, like knowledge about it, I yeah. think we're almost at the top of that bell curve or even maybe like coming down towards the late comers where basically it's like the majority of the, the majority of the industry knows about it. Right. Yeah. Most small businesses know about it as well. It's just the adoption that may be a bit late. So like the stats coming out from HMRC are just like blowing my mind right now. Like we're talking hundreds of thousands, like tens of percentages of businesses still not adopting like yeah. some some kind of like digital record keeping, which is mental when you yeah. think about it. Right. Yeah, in yeah. 2019. So I think if you break that down into all of the practices that we look at, that will obviously mean that all those practices have different segments of the, that that business space. And again, they're all facing different challenges. So you could have like more traditional businesses that have been around a long time and just simply won't adopt it, right? They just are definitely not going to adopt it. But I think the more interesting challenges like that middle sector of businesses that have not been around for, you know, 50 or 60 years, but basically um, are in that point in time where they need to make a decision on what they're going to do. And I think it's really difficult to convince somebody to learn something completely new when you've been happy and have actually found efficiencies in using either a manual cash book 100%. or a spreadsheet or mm. a desktop-based software. Yeah. It is really difficult, but at the same time, I think it's one of the biggest challenges that, like, as the UK economy faces. Like, it's just so important. So, in terms of answering your question, like, how, what do firms face is, like, yeah, you can break that down into a whole bunch of different things. Like... It's the education around it. It's, like, the resources needed to, like, deploy it. It's everything from, like, how, how do you review your pricing model? Mm. You know, what's your unique selling point? Mm. Like, you can't be a firm now that is, like, we are a cloud-based firm. Because it, it's a given. Like, yeah. you have to you be have a cloud-based firm. Like, it's, you know, I remember, you know, talking to practices in my territory that I look after, and they're, like, we're having to completely rethink, like, yeah. what makes us special. And it's not going to be, like, you're not going to be the cheapest accountant. You don't want to be, right? You're not going to be, like, oh, we use clouds mm. so we're different. It's just, like, rethinking, like, what makes you different yeah. is so, so, so key in the next, like, three to five years in this industry, I yeah. think. What kind of value can you add to your clients, right? Absolutely, That's what it's all yeah. about. That's yeah. the name of the game now. Yeah, what have you found? I mean, you, I think you just smashed the answer to that question, <laughs> like, in all seriousness. I think what kind of blew my mind a little bit, I went to an industry event in November, so you're talking you know, five, six months ago. Um, and actually, I was a zero representative. I had a stand, and there were some app partners there. It wasn't a zero event, but we were kind of sponsoring the event. And there was about 70 or 80 attendees, and I had like a slot at the start, did like a little minute pitch of zero, what we're about. And afterwards, 90% of these firms came up to you, or the people from these firms came up, was like, oh, can you tell me about zero? What, what does zero do? Can you show me zero? And I just couldn't quite believe what they were saying. Mainly because I think we're guilty of being in a bit of a zero bubble. For sure. So we look after a certain amount of firms in a certain area, <coughs> and at some point along their journey, they signed up to be a zero partner, so they had some interaction with cloud. Um, and there's a massive percentage of firms that haven't done that. And having hands-on interaction with them was, was insane, because they were like, oh, yeah, I've got, um, I've got dozens, so 40, 50 VAT ratio clients. Um, that's to use my red manual cash books for. Um, what am I going to do for MTD? And I'm like, well... Crikey, well, start moving. Like, I've got to put some actions in. Uh, and they're the firms that have got the massive challenges. Firstly, link up to some kind of software provider, bookkeeping, accounting software provider. Um, 
and then making that transaction for those clients is humongous. That's going to be massive because no doubt those clients have worked that way for dozens of years as well mm. if they've been following that accountant. And that's just a huge task. And I think that was probably one of the... That is what I foresee as the biggest challenge. I think with MTD, of course, um, everyone who's gone digital, uh, who wanted to go digital, has done so. You know, 6, 12, 18, 24 months ago. And as I said before we recorded, what's left now, with MTD is concerned, is the businesses, the firms that, for whatever reason, didn't want to do that. Whether it be kind of resistant to change, uh, scared of change, um, age of the business, age of the person in the business. Um, that's what we're left with. Um, and that's a challenge in itself. And those are the kind of conversations we're having now, maybe more so than before. And it's about putting action plans in for those guys. Um, but with them, as you touched on, it's all about education, showing them the product, showing them the benefits. But then they've got to that back to their clients, which is a whole different ball game. So it's just super interesting, super interesting. So I've no idea if I answer your question, but it's just amazing challenges. <laughs> and there's still a lot more to go, right? Because it's... Um... Like, MTD is still in the early phases where it's, like, uh, VAT-registered yeah. businesses, and you've got, like, phase two and three in the next, yeah. like, kind of three years. Um, but it's it's one of those things that I think, you know, like, you're going to, well, we're, we're going to look back in, like, 20 years and be like, oh, cloud accounting. Why was it such a big deal then? 100%. You know, and like, 100%. How many uh, times have you spoken to one of your partners, uh, one of your practices, uh, and they've got their clients on zero, and the client was resistant for ages, and they've gotten to zero, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. I don't know why I did this <laughs> ages ago. Like, that happens so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think, as you say, we're going to get to a point, once MTD's settled in, the dust is, you know, settled, um, people will be like, damn, like, what was the fuss about? Yeah. Like, the cloud accounting, we should have done this ages ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we're just in that disruption stage right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it, it's still, it's still amazing. I think it's, I, I mean, I'll put this out there and say, like, MTD is is an incredible initiative, yeah, right? Agreed. Like, the, the execution of it, like, all right, okay, like, it could have been better timing with, obviously, like, Brexit happening at the same time. And yeah. it's just, like, there, there could have been things done better, right? But there is just no better opportunity. They, honestly, it's, yeah. it's just incredible to me that, like, it's taken... Usually, you would look at a at like a business community and say like, all right, okay, the innovation comes from like grassroots and it gets pushed upwards. Yeah. But MTD is like a top down approach, right? It's like yeah. the government saying, all right, okay, you have to do this, which like, I've never seen or experienced that before, like anywhere or in any kind of industry where it's top down. And so what does that say about UK businesses? I don't know. Like, I think there's still massive amounts of opportunity to gain in terms of efficiency, right? We're looking at accounting space, but there must be so many other sectors of the economy that serve, like, small businesses to be, like, way more efficient in so many other different things. Yeah, 100%. But I think we're only at the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Exciting times. Extremely exciting times. Can't wait. For sure. Um, So, what we did for this episode is uh, we also asked to gather some questions um, with the hashtag Ask Matt and Shaheen. So, Matt, do you want to yeah, pull up your phone and let us know what questions we've got? So, so our director of partner sales here, Glenn Foster, hey. tell us a tweet using the hashtag Ask Matt and Shaheen. Also a previous guest on the Matt and Shaheen show. Episode 2, pre-ZeroCon. Yeah. Check it out. How did Liverpool fail to win the league? And will they win the Champions League? I mean, how long have we got? I don't know. <laughs> But Shaheen, why you kick us off? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Okay. How did Liverpool not win the league? Um, all right. Where do we start? So, Jurgen Klopp said something really interesting at the end of the season. So, it's not that 
like we didn't lose the league when we drew to Leicester, when we drew to Everton West or Ham. you know or West Ham. Like that's not really where we lost the league. Like I think we've we've done an incredible job. Like if for if Liverpool were not where they were, City have, would have ran away with the league. Something like two hundred points mm-hmm. in the last two seasons, or close to two hundred points in the last two seasons. It's just mental to think like that they did that fourteen game run to the end of the season without a single point drop. So, I don't think we'd lost the league. I think City were just one point better than us. I mean, they were I totally incredible. Agree. I totally agree. We were just beaten by one of the best Premier League sides of all time. I'm not just saying that because we're local fans and we're feeling sorry for ourselves. Like, as you said, they had 200 points over two years. That That's never been done before. Yeah. Um, and unless they do it next season, it's not going to be done again. That's insane consistency. And ultimately, we lost one game. And drew what seven? Yeah, and and won thirty over thirty games. Like what ninety percent of the times we would have won the league that season. Yeah, it just so happened we were beaten by an absolute colossus. Yeah, um, and you know what? It was that what really hit it home for me when I kind of resigned that we weren't going to win the league. It was City Leicester, when Vincent Company oh. drilled in that thirty yard. I mean, what a into goal, top right? bins. And I thought, what a go! I thought, you know what? Some things just aren't meant to be. <laughs> It's just not meant to be. Like, <laughs> when has he ever done that in a yeah. city shirt? I don't know. But I just thought, you know what, maybe not. Um, and I've got to put my hands up and say, you know what, City just absolutely tore it apart. Yeah. But we finished how many points in front of the third? Over 20 points in front yeah. of the third. That's an insane season. Yeah. And we were fourth last season, right? Yeah. That's incredible progress. Yeah. They also, the, the games we drew, fair enough, right? Yeah. But there were so many games that we scraped by the yes. skin of our teeth that we should have drew yes. or lost. 100%. So, 100%. That's do you know what I mean? Like, That's such a good shout, yeah. actually. People forget about that. Yeah. There's so many games where we got last-minute goals. Yeah. I think the stats, we got the most goals in the last five minutes yeah. in, the, in the Premier League. Yeah. Like, nabbing points and stuff. So, yeah, man. Cham- Champions League? I was going to say, should we yeah. go on to the Champions League? Yeah. I would have much rather faced Ajax. Two reasons. <laughs> Firstly, they're more of an unknown quantity because we haven't played them for... Years, I can't remember playing in the Champions League or in the Europa League for a number yeah. of years now. So unknown quantity, although they would have had a great run mm-hmm. to get there, you know, Madrid, Juventus, if they beat Spurs. Um, it's the unknown quantity, and I just fancy our squad against them. Second reason, if we lose to Spurs, I don't think I could face the abuse <laughs> we'd get. Because <laughs> ultimately, these two teams now, like us and Spurs, are the, are the, kind of the last two teams that don't really win anything. I haven't won anything yeah. for a long time. And one of these teams will kind of get rid of that burden yeah. and the other will just sink further into that, yeah. you know, Pochettino club. They've got to win a trophy for their clubs. It's, it's a big game and I can't call it because anything can happen in, in a cup final. Yeah. In a Champions League final. It's massive. Where do you see it going? I mean, there's no way that Klopp can go seven finals without a trophy, right? Like, no way. And <laughs> I'm just going like, okay, game to game, right? So Champions League final last season. We've upgraded the squad massively, oh, right? Squad. So like, Carius has been upgraded. Yeah. Like our our, our centre back pairing's been upgraded. Yeah, Fabinho's like, come yeah, in. Yeah, Fabinho's come in. Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible in the yeah. Champions League. I don't want to say we're gonna win it, but because I just I don't like jinxing things. No. But like we're looking pretty good. Yeah, but I don't like. Do you know what I mean? It's it's top like playing Tottenham. I think are is difficult because like genuinely we have a good record against them yeah but there's the odd result that really goes against us yeah. whenever we play them I think if this was that's a league, what's worrying me yeah if this was like a league game I'd be like okay I'll back us in this we've already beat them twice this season already yeah. in the league I thought I'd back us but because it's a Champions League final yeah 
anything can happen. Because yeah. you can take the mindset that our player, most of that squad, our squad has been in that final last year. They've got that experience. On the flip side, that could probably go either way. Are they going to like see this as a challenge? Are they going to be like, oh crap, I don't want to lose two in a row? Yeah. I don't think Klopp would ever happen though. Yeah. He'd hype those players up. Yeah. So in conclusion, we're not going to come to an answer then. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? <laughs> Do you think we're going to win it? I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. That's what I'm not going to say. It. Okay. So in conclusion, we're not coming to an answer then. All right. I'll let you know. But we're looking pretty good. On the 2nd of June. Yeah. All right. Mate, it's been an incredible year. It has been an incredible year. I'm looking forward to the next 12 months. 100%. Now we're talking about our careers or we're talking about Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been awesome. It has been, man. Um... Thank you guys like up to this point for listening to the podcast. Um, if you're looking to reach out to us, you can reach me at Shaheen Budrani on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at Matt Lucas Tweets. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys in episode seven. Cheers.